Welcome to Naturally Inspired Radio, coming to you from Wild County, Colorado, a right-to-farm community in the heartland of America. Providing real solutions for healthy living, get back to basics, defend your right to health, big pharma, big insurance, big food needs a big overhaul. Naturally Inspired Radio, helping people feel good so they can do what they love for longer. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Monday. This is Naturally Inspired Radio. I hope you had a great weekend. Uh, did you do shopping? Did you get out there and hustle and bustle and all of the holiday stuff? I did not. <laughs> We've got a lot going on at 1890 Homestead. And so I am feeling... You know, trying not to feel the pressure of the holiday season coming upon us, but it definitely is coming. And I think we have like two weeks now to get ready. So I better get in gear. Um, it is a stressful time, but don't forget to enjoy all of the important things during the holiday season, which is, of course, is our loved ones and our family and friends. We are to have a very special guest today. Uh, joining us um, is Steve Kirsch. If you don't know who Steve Kirsch is, he is an American entrepreneur. Uh, he's an MIT graduate. He's the inventor of the first version of the optical mouse. He started many companies, uh, very successful companies, including InfoSeek, uh, Frame Tech Corp, Abaca, and One ID. He is the founder of the Vaccine Safety Research Foundation. And on Substack, Steve writes about COVID mitigation policies, vaccines, corruption, censorship, and treatment. I'm so grateful for Steve speaking out. He, um, he was, you know, fully on board with the vaccine in the beginning. It was only when he started to see friends being injured and even dying from the vaccine that he decided to dive into the data. Uh, Steve says that the data shows that vaccines are ruining the health of Americans and driving the epidemic in a variety of health conditions. So Steve is joining us today to talk about the New Zealand data. Do you remember back on the 4th, I think it was, we played a clip and the clip was of a whistleblower from New Zealand, uh, Barry Young is his name, I believe. Uh, it was covered by journalist Liz Gunn, this uh, data leak of all the data, vaccine data of New Zealand. I want to play this clip as a refresher so I can bring it back to your memory. Um, and then we're going to dive into it with Steve Kirsch and talk about this data, what he knows about it, and how he's involved. So take a listen. What I did with the data was um, look at the top 10 um, batches that were had a high death count, a high mortality rate, and I put them on a chart, um, which you can see up there. So it's got a, a batch ID. So what I did was our internal batch ID, I counted the number of vaccinated within that batch, and then I found out who was dead. Wow, let's have a look. And so we then look at the percentage ratio. So do we know if these are all Pfizer, the top 10? Yes, they are. And this is Pfizer's batch number one. We've had yep. 711 from batch number one vaccinated. 152 of those died, which makes a 21% percentage yeah. death, death rate. Mortality rate. From that they are high. Now, what's our normal that we would it expect? 0.75. Right? 0.75. 0.75. these batches are against all age groups as well. It's not one particular batch for one particular age group. It's across all ages. So, so all the vaccination centres, whoever rocked up on the day, um, whatever age you were, and it would average out. It would all average out. So there's not one particular batch that points to one particular age group. So I want to invite Steve onto the air to talk about this New Zealand data, what he knows about it. He's also been over in the UK testifying, which I want to hear all about that. And if we have time, I also want to cover this uh, new substack he just he posted on the Medicare data. So Steve, are you with us? Thank you for joining us today. 
Oh, thanks, Tammy. It's good to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, I want to dive right into this New Zealand data. What? So the, I've seen some stuff on Twitter. Um, you know, of course, you have these people that are like, "Oh, this data is corrupt. It's not the right data." Please take us <laughs> through. I know it's 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 maddening. Even the infighting is is got me um, a little frustrated. Uh, so take me through how the, how you came to upon this data. Uh, I was contacted by Liz Gunn, and she said, uh, hey, we've got some data that we think you'll be interested in, and I said, tell me more. And one thing led to another, and uh, so um, I got a dump of the data on, I think it was like November 7th, or, or maybe it's November 9th or so, and I released it to the public on November 30th so that everybody could see. And I delayed the release because... The whistleblower said that he needed time to handle it correctly internally and notify the right people and so forth. And he sent an email to his bosses saying, hey, we got a serious safety problem here. And he was promptly fired. They didn't even talk to him. He's basically saying, hey, I'm the, the, the database administrator. People are dying in this database and you need to take a look at it. And their response was, we don't want to talk to you. You're fired, and we're going to pursue criminal charges. <laughs> wow. And, you know, that's, wow. You can't make this stuff up. No, you certainly can't. So just to be clear, he tried, because we, I want to get to the reason why he was actually arrested. Um, so he actually he contacted his, his superior and said, hey, this is the data. This is a real problem here. And to do it the right way, and you gave him that grace period to make sure that he was able to do that and do it you know, through the proper channels, and they ignored him. And then, is it true that they arrested him, not for fraudulent data, but for the way he obtained the data? Is that correct? Yeah, basically, uh, it, it, it's a crime to expose a crime. So if you find that the health authority is killing people and you bring that information public in a responsible way, then they try to put you in jail for seven years for exposing the truth. You know, it's kind of like it's a thought crime. If you expose the truth, you're going to be in trouble. Nobody's private data was leaked here. Uh, it was all anonymized. Nobody can find their own records. Every record was changed. So nobody's privacy would be violated. And what they did, instead of doing a study to, to validate or invalidate the data, what they did is they spent all their time trying to get the data to be taken down. Now, if the data shows that the vaccines are safe, why would you want to have it taken down? That seems like that's bizarre because they knew it didn't contain any personal information. So they knew that it wasn't a risk to have the data being out there. So why didn't they just say, hey, yeah, it's valid and it shows the vaccines are safe, except it doesn't. Mm. And that's the problem that they have, because, heck, if the data showed the vaccine was safe, they'd, have, they'd be like, hey, everybody should be analyzing this because you'll see that there's no safety signal here. Absolutely. But the problem is there's a huge safety signal. And instead of even challenging the data, they just went straight to, oh, he didn't obtain the data. We're going to do it under security violation instead of the actual tackling the actual data, which is completely obvious at this point then that the data is not, does not support the safe and effective narrative. Yeah. We'll, we're going to be right back with Steve Kirsch. We're going to dive into what he saw in the data and uh, more after this short break. You're listening to Naturally Inspired Radio. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. We've been talking about Jackson ever since the fire went out. I'm going to Jackson. I'm going to mess around. Yeah, I'm going. Are you looking for a simple, powerful way to boost your health and wellness? Gresca C60 Oral Supplement detoxifies your body at the cellular level, supporting brain, muscles, joints, organs, and nerve function. Joe's been taking C60 in sunflower oil for six months, and it improved his chronic joint pain and inflammation. Visit c-60.com. 
or call 720-600-6040. Tell them Naturally Inspired Radio sent you. Have a comment or a question for Tammy? Call or text her at 877-536-1360. That's 877-536-1360. We got married in a fever, hotter than a pepper sprout. We've been talking about Jackson. We're back on Naturally Inspired Radio with Steve Kirsch, serial tech entrepreneur, MIT graduate, basic brain maniac <laughs> who loves to crunch data. Thank God we have him on our side. Um, Steve, what, let's get into the data itself. So when you receive the New Zealand data, data what, what did it comes in? It wasn't a very lengthy process for you to be able to process it and, and understand what it was showing, was it? Uh, no, because we've seen that data like this before, so we, we knew what to prepare for, so we had all the code written. So once we got it, then it took a little bit of time to extract it uh, from the Oracle database into a CSV file, and, uh, uh, and then we had to write a parser uh, uh, for it, and that was pretty quick. So... Uh, and then it took a few hours to crunch through the data to crunch the numbers. And so we had multiple ways of analyzing the data. So, you know, within 24 hours, we knew what was going on. And the, the, safety, the, the signal is so huge, you don't even need to, we didn't even need to run a program. We could have just uh, looked at just the death and, uh, and seen it from there. Um, so it's, it's, like icing on the cake, this this other analysis, but it's very, it's very, very clear that this is not a safe vaccine, and the vaccine itself is killing people. What was the what was the the number? I think uh, was it twenty out of a thousand? Is that is that? No, it's uh, about one one per thousand for uh, for deaths. So one per thousand doses. So if you give six hundred seventy five thousand doses, like we did in the United States, that corresponds to about uh, six hundred seventy five thousand deaths. So almost a million uh, people lost their lives. It could be, could be more than a million, you know, but it's on the order of a million people lost their lives and were basically killed by the U- United States government under the pretense that they were helping people with COVID. And the, the result was, uh, the, the, the reality is that it made you more likely to get COVID. It made you more likely to die from COVID. And uh, it also um, didn't protect you from hospitalization at all. So... It um, oh, and also made you more likely to die overall. So there was no benefit for these vaccines at all. There, there's no like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It saved people from COVID. No, it didn't. It made them more likely to die from COVID. And we have the the, the Medicare data from U.S. nursing homes uh, throughout the United States, and uh, and that data is absolutely devastating. And it shows the same thing. It shows basically you give the vaccine and you're more likely to die if you get COVID. I mean, and there's some really stunning examples. There's Apple Valley Village Healthcare, and they had 30 COVID cases and no deaths before the vaccines rolled out. After the vaccines rolled out, they had 90 cases of COVID and 30 deaths. I mean, they went from a 0% death rate to a 30% death rate after the vaccine rolled out. Now, you tell me how that's a safe and effective vaccine. I mean, and, and I tried to get them on the phone. They wouldn't answer. And there's a guy in their state, who their state representative tried to get them on the phone, and they wouldn't answer him either. Why are these people so camera shy after the vaccine works? I don't get it. It is. It is. And the records are in plain sight. So we're looking at about one to every 1,000 shots given. There was a death. Is that correct? Yeah, on average. On average average worldwide, all ages, all doses. Right. Now, the the earlier doses are more dangerous than the uh, the later doses, it turns out. I I, I would have thought it would be the other way around, uh, but uh, that doesn't appear to be the case. Interesting. Do you think that that could have yeah. anything to do with um, 
you know, when they first rolled them out, it seemed like they were very, uh, you know, careful about storing them at a certain temperature, uh, you know, because it was new. Do you think it could be, yeah. do you think that could be Probably a variable? Could be. Yeah. Could be. I, you know, there's, it's hard to speculate. There's so many variables. It could be just the, the, the shot. See, if we, if I shoot you with a bullet and you don't die, and I shoot you with a bullet the second time and you don't die, and I shoot you with a bullet the third time and you don't die, you probably like Superman and you know, the bullets don't matter. So if, you, if I shot you with the, the fourth bullet, it's probably not going to matter either. Yeah. I think it has something to do with it. It's a survivor bias. Yeah. It's interesting to me how our government, uh, you know, purposely kind of lines things up so they don't have the data, right? Because the CDC conveniently can't run this kind of, uh, you know, test to see for, for, for safety flags. Is that correct? Yeah, they don't have the data. They don't have the uh, the vaccination dates of, of people, so they can't run the analysis uh, that I did. So I'm able to run things that the CDC cannot because the CDC doesn't want to have the data. So they don't ask the states for the data so that they don't have to do the uh, the, the safety uh, uh, studies on it. So they basically then tell the states, well, it's a safe vaccine, so no reason for you guys to do the safety studies. And so the states which who do have the data and who could do the safety studies do not do the safety studies because the CDC tells them there's nothing to see and there's no reason for you to do a safety study, so why look? So it's it's a little bit, it, it's kind of a catch-22 uh, so that the the safety studies never get done. What do you know? What states do have the data compiled? Pretty much all the states uh, do, as far as I know. Uh, okay. But none of them are going to issue a report looking at it because they'd have to to issue a report saying, "Ah, oh, <laughs> sorry, these vaccines are killing people. Uh, bad news. Sorry, we 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 screwed up." Uh, nobody wants to admit that they screwed up, so they're going to continue to kill people until. Um, somebody blows the whistle on this. Do you think um, there's any hope with uh, Joseph Latipo down in Florida? I, I know he just recently, you know, wrote a letter to Califf and and uh, Mandy Cohen about about the safety. Do you think if the people put pressure on their governors to, you know, get this data out to the public, is that a pipe dream? Um. Well, I, I'll always keep my fingers crossed that they'll do the right thing. But so far, I've been disappointed. Nobody has. They should just release the record level data. Yeah. Do you think it's because of the kind of Pandora's box of mRNA technology? I saw recently, you know, now they're, they've got mRNA uh, technology for sickle cell. Uh, there's, there's one on the horizon for Alzheimer's. I've been saying this whole time, you know, this, this technology is too big to fail. They're never going to let it fail because this is opening Pandora's box to just you know, tons of different uh, different products for big pharma. Um, yeah, this is this is definitely going to be really problematic, right? Because this will destroy the trust in the pharmaceutical companies. It'll destroy the trust in the uh, FDA. It will destroy the trust in the CDC. It'll destroy the trust in the uh, medical community. Destroy the trust in the mainstream media. It will destroy the trust in Congress. It'll destroy the trust in uh, health authorities. And, well, and okay. yeah, I con conversely, it will create trust in all the misinformation spreaders. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it'll it'll have an equalizing effect, and it'd be nice to put these people in their place because the medical community is basically responsible uh, for uh, not blowing the whistle on this, and and they're in a, it, 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 they're in an interesting position because they can't say anything. The doctors can't speak out because if a doctor speaks out, he's going to be fired and have his medical credentials revoked. And so he won't be able to practice medicine and he won't be able to earn a living. So nobody's speaking out. And this is how they perpetuate the, um, the safe and effective uh, narrative through, its, uh, through coercion and intimidation. Tell us about your trip to the UK. I was surprised to see, um, I was following it closely on Twitter, surprised to see that you had, you know, I, it doesn't sound like a lot, but this is the most, uh, 
politicians, you've kind of been able to get to respond to a presentation like this. Who was there? What kind of data did you guys uh, present? And what was the outcome? So there were over 20 members of parliament at the session. Uh, they did everything they possibly could to uh, make it difficult for us. We used to be in a big room. They put us in the smallest possible room. They made sure that there was no AV service, uh, that the TVs uh, didn't work, that the audio didn't work, and they said that there was no recording. So they did everything possible to make it a disaster. And uh, despite that, over 20 members of parliament attended um, and people were saying, hey, this is great. Thank you very much. Like a copy of the presentations. What questions can we ask? How can we move this forward? And today, uh, one of them came out in support of Andrew uh, Bridgen's uh, motion for an investigation, um, which is great because uh, normally he doesn't have any support from anyone. And this member of parliament said, hey, look, you know, too many of my constituents and my own family is vaccine injured. So I am going to be supportive of Andrew Bridgen's effort. And so, you know, we've just doubled the <laughs> support. But the fact that there were 20 there, I think uh, we're going to start to see some movement. And, uh, you know, things are moving our way. It's not moving to fewer people. It's moving to more people are realizing that they've been misled. And the... Uh, uh, lawmakers have an opportunity here to say, hey, oh my gosh, you're right, we were fooled, and um, we're going to correct that. If the lawmakers don't do that, then they're implicated because this stuff is just out there and people know it, and the evidence is, couldn't be more clear. So you think they still have time? I feel, I feel so like this is taking so long you know, and people are dying. I just saw statistics today that, you know, 3% of Canadians, thankfully, just 3% uh, have taken the most current shot. But I, the, you go by your local pharmacy, they're still promoting it. Like it, it, it feels to me like, I don't know if you feel this way, but I feel like I live on a different planet. I, I can't imagine, you know, this lining up for a shot like this. How, how do people still not know it's absolutely fascinating that the you know the message is still not out there fully. Um, yeah, uh, you know it's it it is uh, there's a news blackout you know mainstream media news blackout that don't talk about this stuff. If there's the New Zealand data that shows that people were being killed, don't write about it. Um, wait until. It's verified by someone in the medical community, <laughs> which will never happen. And so the news media uses the excuse like, well, have, have, um, I have to hear from this epidemiologist or I have to hear from this guy. And then when you contact the guy they want to hear from, he says, well, I'm too busy to talk to you. Right. Or something else. I mean, there's a clap back for everything. It's it just, it's just, there is. yeah, some kind of clap back for everything. What happened with Dr. Uh, Kevin McCarran's data? Um, uh, he uh, had, uh, he hosted my data and they took, they blew away all of his data, but then they restored it afterwards. And I guess they had second thoughts. Oh, so they did restore it. I see. I didn't see that. Um, how are you dealing with like infighting and, you know, p people who, we're, we're supposed to all be on the same side here. And I, I see some, you know, kind of finger pointing and, oh, that's not quite the right thing or that. How are you dealing with that? Because you're really at the spearhead of the data, I feel like. You're the one that's always driving the data, the data. You try not to get your emotions involved in it. I can see you doing that yeah. and being purposeful hard, with it. Hard sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I felt mad for you <laughs> when I saw that, some of that yeah. stuff. I was well, like, you know, oh. you just got to... You know, being unemotional about it and just keep pressing on and keep holding these people's feet to the fire and causing trouble. And, you know, I, I like to have fun when I do it. And uh, so, it, 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 you know, like I, I sent this email to the Health New Zealand people and uh, it's, um, you know, you ever heard of the, the, the song Call Me Maybe? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I, I, I had a line at the end saying, hey. You know, this sounds crazy because I just met you, but here's my number. Call me maybe. <laughs> and uh, and I gave them my phone number. 
<laughs> and I said I wanted to talk about the data. <laughs> and, and it truly is they call me maybe because I don't know expecting them to call me. But, uh, but wouldn't it be great if we could have a conversation about this data? But they don't want to talk about it. Well, it's probably, you know, it's obviously very scary for a lot of these people because the fallout is, you know, catastrophic when, when they finally get, uh, you know, when they finally have to face the music, they, they know it's going to be catastrophic. And so I can understand, uh, the reluctance, but, uh, the windows closed, in my opinion. You, I mean, I, I can appreciate that you're saying, you know, there's still time you could come out and just let's talk about this and even bringing humor into it. I mean, God bless you. I don't, you know, I don't know, but. Now is the last second if you're going to come forward, I would say. We're going to be right back with Steve Kerr. Stay tuned. This is Naturally Inspired Radio. This is Tammy with Naturally Inspired Health Network. We created a group with real solutions for healthy living. Providers with products and services we trust. Need pain relief? Christy Sullivan, Vitality for Life. Want acupuncture? Debbie Ireland, Touch of the East. Looking for a medical doctor? Dr. Sharon Montez, Living Well Health Group. Solutions for health insurance? Wendy Scipioni, MPB Health. NaturallyInspiredHealthNetwork.com Connecting people with real solutions for health. We're back on Naturally Inspired Radio talking to Steve Kirsch, talking about this New Zealand data, talking about the just disastrous safety signal that the vaccine is showing through this data. Uh, Steve, when you were in the UK, I was concerned when you were coming back that um, I, I, I thought maybe you might get arrested. Was that a concern for you, given that Barry was arrested? Uh, no, because there's no extradition um, when you publish articles with your own content. Um, that is not a violation of anyone's law that I'm aware of. And even if it was, you can't get extradited for publishing your own work. <laughs> so, I, just, I mean, there are stranger things that can happen. I mean, you know, it's look, you can get arrested by anything. If you blow your nose, you can get arrested for blowing your nose, I guess. But you can get legally, arrested for posting no a meme of Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. But uh, there's no legal basis for arresting me, and there would be no legal basis for extradition. So it would be not a um, uh, not very successful. So good. And what's the update on Liz Gunn? Do you have one? Um. Uh, yeah, I did. I talked to her yesterday. She's fine. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> so, so I'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> well, it's, it's not an easy road to be on, you know, and um, this is why it's so important that more people come forward because when there are few targets, it makes it really easy for for people to be targeted and to suffer those circumstances. But when everybody's talking about it and people are, are you know, refusing to shut up, that's how we can protect one another and unite with each other is, is just by not remaining silent and, and not cowering away. How much censorship have you experienced and are you still feeling like you're being censored? I know you have a Substack. Um, everyone, if you don't follow Steve on Substack, you need to go do that. He's putting out stuff all the time. Um, but how is censorship for you? Um, how, how is censorship for me? How is it affecting you? Oh, um, I'm used to it. I've been, look, I've been, so uh, it's still happening. On, I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm like used to it. If, 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 if I wasn't censored, I'd be like, wow, am I like in a dream or something? I, I, I have no expectations of ever being on CNN or 60 minutes or ever getting a, a quote in the New York times. I'm like, I'm totally content with, uh, I'll um, tell my people who subscribe to me on Substack, I'll tell them the truth, and they're extremely grateful. I went from losing all of our traditional friends and gaining about a million new ones, so I'm, I'm happy with that. You know, people, when I, uh, in person, 
<laughs> unlike what happened before I became a misinformation spreader, um, before people wouldn't recognize me. Now people recognize me, come up to me, and, and I, they want to give me a hug. They want to have a selfie uh, <laughs> taken with me and all this. I mean, it's, it's, it is like I've gone from being just a, a regular person to being this, this hero. And uh, more and more people will, will figure it out. Some people will never uh, do it. Well, that speaks volumes, really, because, I mean, you've done a lot with your life. You've been highly successful. You're responsible for, you know, great innovation like the optic mouse and, and technology and whatnot. And uh, so nobody knew who you were then, but suddenly you become this kind of, uh, you know, icon for courage. And now everybody knows who you are and they want to take selfies. And, and that should inspire people to want to, you know, take the step and get out there and, and speak the truth and ask questions and be courageous. It's worth it to live in line with your values, isn't it? Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's all about uh, just doing the right thing. Uh, you know, Bobby Kennedy, uh, I asked him, Hey, do you have any regrets uh, speaking out about the vaccine? He said that I had no choice. And it's really the same thing for me. Absolutely. I feel the same way. Let's talk about your MIT presentation. Uh, you finally got there, you know, uh, speaking in your own auditorium, I believe that's named after you, right? When they were trying to shut you down and not allow that. How did that go? I uh, went really well. I got multiple standing ovations. Um, the room was almost packed. And uh, yeah, some student. we even got MIT students to attend uh, so that was good. So, uh, and then we had a national audience. I, I'm not sure how many people, uh, it was, uh, it over well over 10,000 were watching the live stream. So who was um, in the audience yeah. mainly who, who like I, I heard from a professor that was there. He had a really compelling testimony about, uh, students, you know, his, his own students dying, um, and then being yeah. uh, told that they were suicide, you know, those were suicides. Uh, so who made up right. the audience primarily? Oh, you know, it was just a, um, it was a, a lot of people, mostly from the community uh, coming down. I, I announced it on my Substack, so a lot of my followers uh, came to uh, to hear me talk. That's great. And what kind of data did you go over? Did you just you know focus on the on the on the numbers? Uh, did you did you give testimonies? Were there people that testified there from their own personal experience, your personal experience? Um. Uh, oh, uh, uh, sorry. There was some noise in the background. Uh, uh, can you repeat that? I was just wondering what kind of data you presented at MIT. It seemed to make oh, a big uh, impact. So I wanted. Were you giving testimonies? Yeah, yeah. It's it's all uh, different things. It's it's people with anecdotes. It's news stories. It's data um, from Medicare. Data from the New Zealand uh, Ministry, uh, Ministry of Health, um, and just lots of different sources all pointing to the same thing. Uh, uh, papers in the peer-reviewed literature, all pointing to the same thing. I mean, it's all very consistent uh, that these vaccines have just done enormous harm. And what's the, after you do these talks, so, you know, really successful talks, travel to the UK, wh what is the expectation? What do you think is going to happen next? And which, which talk do you think w did the most impact well, yeah, hard to say which talk did the most impact. Uh, it's it's all about just keeping up with it and just keep it hammering it over and over and over again and hope that your message gets through and you move another person and you convert the next person. And, you know, it's like we win one person at a time here. And if we can move uh, 20 members of parliament, that's a good start. If we can get them to hold the Office of National Statistics accountable, that would be huge. So sometimes, you know, just these little things, if you can get the right guy uh, to listen to you and he makes a phone call to the UK ONS and says, hey, how about you make your data public and why not? Because New Zealand clearly could and nobody's... Uh, 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 privacy was violated, so why not? Why don't we do the same thing in the UK and uh, let the public uh, see the truth? Because it's not this data is not getting out. So you know, my my call is 
let's have the data transparency. And, and the interesting thing is that even with the data transparency of the New, New Zealand data, there are so many people who are so incompetent in terms of trying to analyze this data, like this guy Shiva, Dr. Shiva, claiming that you, you need a control group and, uh, uh, and all the data is incomplete. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll refrain from ad hominem attacks, but <laughs> I just, that is just so ridiculous. And the fact that he would be platformed by someone who's semi-respectable, like, like uh, uh, Kim.com, um, is, uh, is just insane. Like, if you're going to hold a space on X and discredit my stuff. You don't go to Dr. Shiva. <laughs> that is unbelievable. <laughs> I want to talk about Twitter a bit more because there's been a new development on Twitter and I want to know your thoughts about it. We're going to be right back with Steve Kirsch. And this is Naturally Inspired Radio. Stay tuned. Today's show is brought to you by NaturallyInspiredMinerals.com. If I could pick only one supplement to take with me on a deserted island, it would probably be my plant-derived minerals. I've been taking these minerals for years now, and I can't say enough about them. Our bodies need efficient amounts of minerals, many in trace amounts, to function at optimum levels. Keep your mineral levels high and your body feeling good with NaturallyInspiredMinerals.com while supporting our show. Have a comment or a question for Tammy? Call or text her at 877-536-1360. That's 877-536-1360. If you don't follow Steve Kirsch on X, well, Twitter. I refuse to call it X, really. It's always going to be Twitter to me. Uh, if you don't follow him on there, you need to. He is, uh, you know, putting stuff out all the time. And uh, he's he welcomes people to challenge him on the data that he puts out. He's he's He'll talk to anybody. He doesn't run away from anything. He, he'll just, he'll He'll answer your questions. I see him communicate with people there all the time. So uh, follow him on Twitter because you'll you'll be glad that you did with all of the updated information and uh, everything that he puts out. Also on Substack, follow Steve Kirsch on Substack. You'll you'll be really glad that you did. Um, I want to I want to dive into a little bit first of all about Twitter. Do you have any thoughts what ha- has happened over the weekend? Obviously, you've been on Alex Jones before, um, and he got reinstated on Twitter. What are your thoughts on Elon Musk and, and that move and what you think that will do for bringing more awareness to this issue? Um, uh, I, I, uh, that, sorry, that 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 Musk got what? <laughs> Elon Musk reinstated Alex Jones on Twitter. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. and oh, I'm wondering what you uh, think um, that'll do for the movement, and 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 uh, uh, do you feel like this is authentic? All of this stuff. Well, yeah, Alex Jones uh, has been uh, really great at predicting the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a nice segment uh, that. Um, uh, Tucker. Let's see. Was yeah, Tucker. Yeah, I uh, did on Alex Jones, and he interviewed Alex Jones, and he said, you know, hey, you've been right on everything. You're like, how do you do it? Mm-hmm. And Alex Jones says, yeah, I just got to collect the uh, information from a lot of different sources, and people don't like the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's great that uh, Alex Jones is 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 back on X and uh, is been uh, platformed again. Uh, you know the. It's just one more person out there that's uh, uh, a source of good information. Yeah. I'm curious because uh, you kind of changed your position through COVID. You were pro-vaccine. You took the shots, you know, uh, and then, you know, things started changing for you as you started looking at data. Have you changed your perspective on just vaccines in general compared to what it was before? 
Yeah, um, I used to think that vaccines were safe and it was just the COVID vaccine that was problematic. But now the, the truth is that the, oh, it, there's no studies that show that uh, the, uh, the people who are fully uh, vaccinated uh, do better than the people who are fully unvaccinated. It's always the reverse. The people who are fully unvaccinated always do better than the people who are fully vaccinated. And that some of the things are quite extraordinary, like heart disease. Like there's virtually no heart disease in people who haven't had any vaccines. And there's uh, like 40% or so heart disease in people who have had the vaccine. It's crazy. Wow. I didn't know that about heart disease. I mean, I, yeah. I, I've known a lot of other different things like food allergies, uh, blood disorders, um, all kinds of, you know, other things that are questionable. But I hadn't heard about heart disease being related to vaccines. That's, that's new information to me. Um, yeah, I was surprised too. Um, I, I heard about it, uh, verified it. That's fascinating. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. What What do you think the solution is moving forward in terms of health? So, like, if you're if you're saying, you know, the evidence is clear, this isn't the way to health for America. We clearly have a massive problem with our health in this country. That's what we talk about here on Naturally Inspired all the time: lifestyle, lifestyle, lifestyle. Uh, we got to clean up our food. We got to clean up uh, the, our food supply, how we're growing food. We got to we got to do a lot. Um, so, what do you what do you think the path forward is? Is it pharmaceuticals? Is it medication in your mind? The the allopathic model, or have you kind of switched now and you're thinking something else? Um, I think that you just eat uh, uh, eat natural foods and uh, you exercise. And get sleep, and uh, maybe sup- maybe a few supplements here and there, and I think that's the uh, those are all key. What do you What are you going to say to people when they because they will attack you, you know, about vaccines and well, you know we don't that's why we don't have polio today and and all of those arguments. What are you gonna What do you How are you gonna How are you gonna handle that when people come at you with that? Uh, so, so where's the study that shows that uh, fully vaccinated uh, kids are healthier than fully unvaccinated kids? I know it. There's a, there's a book that Brian Hooker just just put out. It's on Amazon. Uh, it's uh, by Hooker and uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And it's uh, it looks at all the studies, and all the studies show that uh, unvaccinated do better. Right. So. So you're what are we waiting for? Right. Yeah, I mean, look, the the rates of of autism are are through the roof, and it's all because of these these vaccines. And it's you know they're going from more and more. It's like yeah, let me give you more and more vaccines, and let me put more and more vaccines in a single shot to make it more convenient for you, so we can pump as much crap into your body as possible. Right. So moving forward, how, what would be, you know, what would be the suggestion? I know you're not a doctor or anything like that, but just common sense, you know, you're a highly successful person. Uh, you obviously have the capability to, to critically think. What would be the plan for a pandemic moving forward if uh, vaccines are not the answer? Oh, um, early treatments, uh, uh, getting, encouraging people to go outside. Get some sunlight, uh, vitamin C, vitamin D. Uh, there are all kinds of over-the-counter remedies that, that uh, can be effective. There are some drugs like um, uh, ivermectin uh, that are that's effective against COVID. Um, there was a study recently saying metformin is effective against COVID. So I think we have uh, supplements and drugs that. Uh, can be used for for future uh, variants of uh, or future viruses, and it's just a question of well, what's the virus coming out? Let's get um, you know the, what the FDA should be doing is to say, hey, let's uh, let's ask doctors to you know figure out what is working and what is not, and let's learn from physicians and have them. We should be doing like dozens and dozens and dozens of experiments where people are assigned, hey, why don't you try this protocol, this protocol, this protocol, and compare the protocols and then fine-tune the protocols. I mean, the physicians can be using repurposed drugs 
uh, without any problems in, in patients, and we can just find uh, individual repurposed drugs and combinations that are the most effective if the uh, if the FDA would, would get on board with this, uh, because these drugs are deemed to be safe, and so why not see if they uh, actually are effective also against viruses. Yeah, we're wasting time, in my opinion, right now, wasting time. If, if there is inevitably another pandemic coming, as Bill Gates assures us, then why aren't we working on treatment? We'll be right back after this break. Hi, I'm Tammy Casper-Garcia from Naturally Inspired Nutrition. We can help you build a lifestyle, not a diet. Together, we will discover unlocking your food stories, building a food philosophy, eating food for medicine. We'll use a simple swap system. We will use an easy transformation system and there'll be no more diets necessary. Naturally Inspired Nutrition, helping people feel good so they can do what they love for longer. Get more information or book today at naturallyinspirednutrition.com. We're in the last segment on Naturally Inspired Radio, and we've been talking with Steve Kirsch for the full hour. Uh, Steve, if we were just talking about Bill Gates, I mentioned Bill Gates and his, you know, uh, his uh, warnings, of course, that it's not a matter of, of uh, you know, if, it's when the next pandemic hits. And of course, you know, there's one coming. Um, what is your plan moving forward? I noticed you had posted a Cambridge study about masking. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that study and then how you will move forward and, and lead if another pandemic comes? Yeah. Uh, so masks don't work. Uh, <laughs> there is a study that shows that they, uh, they're actually worse. It, it'll actually make uh, that they found that people who wear masks are more likely to get COVID, but that could be confounded by the people who wear masks are testing more for COVID. But I don't think so because I don't people either. who get COVID, they kind of know it. And, you know, because they feel like shit and, they, and then they test. So I don't believe that this is um, it's because they're testing more. I think it just makes you more susceptible because you're breathing in the, uh, the stuff and the, and the virus gets a chance to multiply, presumably, in the, inside the mask. So I, I just am pretty skeptical um, that, uh, I, I, well, let me put it the other way, I, that uh, – all the evidence shows that, that uh, you shouldn't be wearing masks. That's, that's why I never wear a mask. Um, and then you asked uh, one, what was the other thing that you asked? Moving about, forward, uh, like how are you going? Yeah, moving our next pandemic. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll, I'll just continue to do what I'm doing. I'll, I got a lot of followers. Uh, people follow me on Twitter. People follow me on Substack and continue to do press interviews and and so forth. So t- just get the word out and uh, – uh, you know, I'll, I'll be coming from a, a position with a lot more followers this time than I did. Uh, you know, I, I started at ground zero now. Now I'm at a, like a million followers. And so I'll have uh, uh, millions of followers uh, by the time the next one rolls around. What's the state do you feel like here in the U.S. government? So you've been to the U.K., you know, New Zealand. Where are our own legislators at this point? Who, who, is, who is, you know, besides Rand Paul, who, who is out there that is our contact? Senator Johnson, he's, he's awesome. Senator Ron Johnson, he's awesome. And uh, that's, that's the only guy I've been really uh, uh, talked to. Nobody else has talked to me in Congress. Nobody. Including <laughs> the people I've made gave major donations to, they don't, they don't want to talk to me. And is that on a particular side? or <laughs> Can I guess? Uh, yeah, I used to donate to, to the Democrats. Now I, I kind of, um, I'm pretty uh, unhappy with both sides. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you think about RFK uh, being running as an independent now? I think that's awesome. Yes. I'm totally 100% behind RFK Jr. for president. And best it, will be the best choice ever. Is it because of the health issue primarily, or have you found some more truths in the mix here that has changed? Oh, no, no. The guy's like, 
You know, it's all about truth. It's all about facts. It's all about cleaning up these agencies. You know, you look at, at uh, uh, Donald Trump, for example, and he said, hey, I'm going to, you know, fix uh, uh, health care, right? When he came in, he says, I'm going to have the best health care system ever. Where, where's his health care plan? He had all this time, you know, and where did he drain the swamp in the CDC and the FDA? And, hey, he was responsible for for creating this vaccine that's killed 13 million people. Where's the apology, man? Yeah. So I'm not a big Trump supporter for sure. Like, where's the apology? You killed 13 million people with your vaccine. Where is the apology? And um, I, and and Biden's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Biden's like pushing him. Hey, let's get a needle in every arm here, and everybody should get their vaccine. And you know, so man, oh man. You know, uh, the only guy that makes sense for me uh, is uh, Bobby Kennedy. And do you are you hopeful that he could actually pull through with a win, or how are you Ab- feeling? Absolutely, you absolutely, you got to be. More people be. are changing their minds yeah. every day. Yeah, and I think when this thing comes out, when this thing breaks, when uh, when people start admitting the truth, uh, he's going to be the hero. Thank you so much for joining me today, Steve Kirsch. Follow we him on Substack. Follow him on Twitter. You've been listening to Naturally Inspired Radio. We'll be back tomorrow, 3 o'clock, on KHNC 1360. Ever since the fire went out, I'm going to Jackson. I'm going to mess around. Yeah, I'm going Thank you for listening and watching today's show. We aren't here to tell you what to think, but to inspire and empower you to do your own thinking for better life results. We are being shadow banned, censored, canceled, and deleted simply for sharing our message. Go to contacttammy.com and always stay connected with us. At contacttammy.com, sign up for our latest report on health, freedom, and organic lifestyle. Text the word HEALTH to 833-838-1020 and get free access to our community and a chance to win free merchandise and products. Send me a quick message and become a supporter. There are many options available and you will have a direct impact on keeping independent media healthy and growing. Go to contacttammy.com and let's stay connected.